Welcome. Oh, we ain't ready yet. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm Coach T. Hey, I'm Angelita the Coach. Hey, I'm Coach Kristen. Welcome to the Coach's Corner. Welcome to the Coach's Corner, a fun-filled, inspirational, and real podcast centered on business, lifestyle, and career from life coaching perspectives. We discuss real topics based on... Oh, I messed up. You can't read. You can't read. <laughs> you can't read. Can you tell I'm reading? Yes. You can tell I'm reading. I can tell. Oh, okay, wait. Get your life. <laughs> we discuss real topics style. because we know that our audience is real and we want to discuss what's important today and how we can help shed light. Yes. And we are encouraging your journey to fulfillment in business, lifestyle, and career. Yes. <laughs> you, you gotta know what? I'm gonna, that should be the intro. <laughs> Episode five of the Coach's Corner. I am Angelita, the coach, and I am Coach Keith, and I'm Coach Kristen. We are encouraging fulfillment in business, career, and lifestyle. So, ladies, what are we going to discuss today? Kiana, what are we talking about? Professionalism. Ooh, baby, that professionalism. Mm. Uh, uh, uh. Well, what is professionalism? I have a working, uh, fluid definition for it. Okay. Um, what is going on with my notes lately? Wow. I can go. You want to pull it up? The devil I, I, like. I have a dictionary um, definition for it, um, and it's the competence or skill expected of a professional. And I think Angelita has another definition. You want to read what you have, Angelita? Okay, so for some, being professional might mean dressing smartly at work or doing a good job. For others, being professional means having advanced degrees or other certifications uh, framed and hung on their office wall. Professionalism encompasses all of these definitions. Um, so there's, there's a lot, uh, but it also covers so much more. Um, what is professionalism? What does professionalism mean to you? Um, to me, professionalism is one, how you carry yourself. Um, professionalism to me goes hand in hand with your personal integrity and what you present as, um, who you are in, you know, the workplace or just in general, you know, your, your personal, Everything about you and how you present yourself to the world. I feel like we can be professional in this setting as well as within the workplace. So professionalism to me goes beyond just the walls of, hey, clock um, clock in and out at your job. Mm-hmm. Um, because being business owners, we are definitely still held and bound by being professional. No one wants to book us or, you know, utilize our services if they think that we are less than professional if they think like oh no she's just you know oh no she's ratchet i don't like how she does that she doesn't come across as being able to articulate herself she doesn't know how to carry herself they're not going to want to interact with you you've killed your brand and you know it all stems from being professional so you yourself are a brand every day as a worker as an entrepreneur um and everything that you do that's just me okay here's a couple of um characteristics of professionals um 
ethical, poised, good phone etiquette, communicator, competent, reliable, mm-hmm. um, a neat appearance and professional. A, oh, I'm sorry. A neat appearance. Uh, your demeanor should express confidence. Now, I say this and I had to just go through there because I know that we have all had those times where we have been out somewhere and we, you know, whether it's, you know, a fast food chain, a store or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be out to lunch with your coaching sister. <laughs> um, ding. And, ding. Um, and, you know, there I'm, has. I'm not. She's, she's like, she has jokes today. Actually, don't that have, wasn't about no, you, though. That, that, that was about the situation where we the, were. Yeah, that was about a situation that we're going to talk about. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so no, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I it remember. was no shade, boo. No Just, shade at you, boo. No. So, I, you know, no matter where you are, sometimes you're out at McDonald's or a fast food place, different places, and you experience a level of professionalism um and it kind of gives you that feel like oh i liked her or i liked him you know the way that customer service was so great and it draws you back to go to go into that to that place correct then you find those situations where the perfect there was no professionalism or it may have started out being professional and then it ended um with just Just, it left a bad taste in your mouth. So then you have no desire to revisit those establishments. I agree. Um, prime example. I'll give you an example of... We'll do two examples. We'll do an example of positive professionalism. Does anybody have any uh, positive example? And then I'll give one of like a not-so-pleasant one. Positive professionalism. Um, you know, how you appear at work. Um, coming... Everybody has their own personal style, and then you meet, match your personal style with what the requirements is of your employer. So, depending on what the style of dress they require, if it's business casual, business professional, you know, having your style meet that, I think that, you know, you definitely can be yourself even in those situations because, you know, you just have to. You just have to remain, you know, all the things that Angelita was saying. You need to remain, get your job done, be efficient, be effective, um, have confidence, and be good at what you do. So I think that, you know, how you present yourself at work and having those good customer service skills and being able to talk to people without being rude, without um, negatively representing yourself. You can disagree with someone and still be professional. Um, You know what I mean? Having a, even how you have a difference of opinion within the workplace and how you present those those issues you can still do it in a professional uh manner without popping off um and i have a bad example of professionalism as well uh after too with myself yeah okay so um to piggyback on what Kristen said um those are a lot of good things about positive professionalism. I think the same thing is just communication, um, how you speak to people, uh, being on time, your appearance, um, you know, um, helping your colleagues. Um, what else? What are some of the things that I do that's professional at work? No. <laughs> um, I would just say how you carry yourself. Um, and 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 how you communicate and giving good positive feedback and 
um, and there's something um, like, let's see, um, what you trying to say, Kiana? <laughs> Just being professionally, not 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 being at work, putting out your business, you know, just keeping everything professional. They don't need to know stuff that's going on wrong at your house, you know, just keeping things professional, you know, um, and being positive. So, yeah. Okay, well... Uh, Kristen spoke a lot about the same thing I had. Mm -hmm. um, so, and, and also being able to be respectful for other cultures. That's one main thing in my, um, in the mm -hmm. company. I, we, we all respect each other. You might not like me. You might not like my culture, but you respect me. I respect mm -hmm. you. I respect your culture. I work with a lot of Mexicans. I work with a lot of um, Indians. Right. Um, Just be respectable. I mean, yeah, just being respectful of other cultures, and and I think that's that's a big thing. Being positive about professionalism. Um, a couple weeks ago, um, Chris, Coach Kristen, and I, um, we went for lunch after we had uh, recorded one of our episodes of the podcast. I'm not gonna name the place that we went to. I'm gonna to leave names out. We <laughs> were having oh my god the food and here's a shout out because the food was. Oh, it was yeah, so good. It was so, bad. It was so good. I've been there I once before. I think I have before. been there like once. I've been there once before. Um, can't say I'll go back, but I've been there once. You just before. have to go back and experience I, it. I've been there twice. Oh, I've been there twice. Okay. And the, the day that me and Kristen went, that was the second time that I've been there, which is why I was like, oh, I've been there before. Let's go. And um, so we were there. We had lunch. We... Um, Talked about podcast business, you know, giggles, just a lot of just, you know, it was a dope, it was a dope lunch date, you know. Um, so the young lady who was our waitress, um, she came over and she would come back um, and check on us. Um, then it got to the point where she would come back and check on us very often. Do yep. you need anything? Do you need yep. And we're like, no, we're okay. You know, we're going to sit here. We're going to talk for a while. And, you know, I told her that so that she didn't have to keep coming back and forth, you know. So she's like, okay. So then, probably maybe about five minutes later, the manager comes over to the table. And she says, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Kristen. The manager comes over to the table and she says, um, the waitress has to leave and go get her children. And so she sent me over here um, to basically cash you out. Yes, yes. Yep, that's okay. exactly what okay. happened. Okay, okay. And so me, let me also go back and say, I have 15 years of waitressing experience, okay? Like, I came out the gate at like 16, 17 um, waitressing. And so I know how to waitress. So, you know, kind of looked at, kind of gave Kristen my eyes, y'all. If y'all know me, I know I got the eyes. Kind of gave Kristen my eyes, but I said, okay, no problem. We looked at each other and just... <laughs> kept our conversation we said no problem right you know proceeded to cash out so um another young lady comes back and bring us our credit card so that we can um you know sign i go to the bathroom and we see our waitress taking um i see the waitress taking carryout orders 
but I thought she had to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay. Kristen, our waitress is still here. She's taking carryout orders over there when I went to the bathroom. I seen her. Okay. So then the other lady comes back and, you know, she takes our credit card slips. But the whole point is our waitress is still there. And our waitress was there for quite some time afterwards. So I guess I'm just not understanding why a manager was sent over to our table to basically make us cash out. Right. For two women who were sitting there mid-afternoon who were just conversing, um, there was no reason for the manager to be involved um, at all. Um, I guess it does speak to, you know, the lack of professionalism Mm -hmm. because as a waitress, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, you already know. You are responsible for taking the order, getting it to the kitchen so that it's made correctly, bringing the food out or making sure that it's brought out, making sure that we're good. We don't need anything further. Mm -hmm. And ultimately for you to get your money. Mm -hmm. If you want your money, you need to come and you need to come and that's a part of your job because there have there have been so many times that I have waitress and I'm like and you're this is my last table and I need to go and I know that Let this table don't, don't need anything There's, right. and like, and like we so, you and know, so like I told her until, until they until they finish before you leave or so here's hold on so right that's what I mean so here's do. my thing so this was the thing we were done we were pretty much done eating we we didn't need anything else from her and i told her oh we're fine we're done we're just going to sit here and we're going to talk for a little while so if you needed to go there was nothing wrong with you coming to us and saying hey you know you're my last table for the day you know i'm i'm getting ready to get off work do you mind if i go ahead and i cash you out mm-hmm. i've said that millions of times as a waitress and nine times out of ten and I want to say 10 times out of 10, no one has never had a problem with that. They're like, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. Mm-hmm. Give you the credit card, you run it, come back, we write, tip, you take that, you do your cash out with what you need to do with that, and you're done with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If we had want, we know that you're gone. If we had wanted anything, we would have got up and we would have went over to the bar like, hey, can we get... But we knew we were done. We were just using that opportunity to sit and network a little while longer. Mm-hmm. So how that whole um interaction took place like i just i just thought it was very unprofessional especially when the young lady was still there i think that that you know her excuse is just more or less piss poor because as in our instance she was literally still there um there have been times where i've needed to leave my employer and i've stayed an hour or two after to ensure that whatever I was working on with that particular client um, got done because that and I'm not saying you need to like you know go over and above and beyond but my level of professionalism and my personal you know how I feel about my you know the work that I provide if it's after the time that I'm supposed to leave I still have to get this done you understand what I'm saying? So the fact that how she blew us off just it doesn't sit well with me because I see it as like an excuse and you were just like a coward. Like you could have put that out there in general about what needs to be done, but she didn't. So I just I don't respect that. So that's just an instance of professionalism and some things that um you shouldn't do. 
I also wanted to highlight ladies, um, you know, professional uh, in the workplace as far as what HR recruiters are looking for, what they're saying about in this generation, what's lacking or, or, or what has been working. And so it says um, how our recent graduates, so I looked on the website and it has some percentages, how are recent graduates lacking in professionalism? And um, so basically what are like millennials um, in a generation before that um, looking as far as professionalism they said that the obsession with technology is hindering recent hires and their ability to maintain a strong qualified presence on the job the study reported 83 percent of new hires um, excessively utilizing social media at work um, furthermore 82 percent text at inappropriate times during the day and lastly the most common interview uh, mistake of recent graduates is inappropriate attire at 40 percent so um, if you want to know why we're talking about this is that um, mainly there's a need for people to understand what professionalism is and how to exude better um, you know qualities when you're going for jobs you know whether you intend to be there you know and retire from there or you're just there for a temporary um, amount of time it doesn't matter your level of professionalism there isn't a time frame for it you you are your name you are your brand so whatever people see and whatever they see in you that is what they're going to remember so that goes into professionalism what do y'all think about those statistics ladies it's pretty dope yeah i agree especially i've had to look at myself i i will be sitting there on the phone at mm-hmm. work and i'm like this you know this is not professional so i have to check myself sometimes right i totally agree um i'll be and that's why sometimes i just log out of the social media things like facebook and instagram i just log out of it at work Mm -hmm. because to constantly we're it's addictive and it is that's one of the biggest um professional to constantly just be sitting on your right oh we can check it every week right constantly be sitting on your phone um, when you're really supposed to be working and then other people are looking at you. Um, I have a question. Have you all, um, do you feel like you have to, or Angelita and Kristen, as far as um, professionalism in your workplace, do you feel like you have to hold a certain standard because of your um because of, of you being African American? Yes, baby. Absolutely. I knew you was going to say it and I couldn't answer. I couldn't say yes fast enough for you to get that last part out. And I say absolutely because absolutely. I think... I sure do. I do. I feel like I have to hold a certain amount of professionalism being... You're held to a different standard. To a different mm-hmm. standard, yes. Um, one of the things when I was in, when, when I was in management, um, I... I had to work harder than my Caucasian peers. You know, I would be the first one. And when I took over this management position, it was just like, bam, here you go. Fix it. Clean it up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I did just that because I'm not trying to be funny. We are good at what we do. Mm -hmm. And it's just it. So I would be the first one there, the last one to leave on several occasions but I'm going to tell you when I got it up and running it was running I did it you know what I'm saying absolutely I definitely feel that us as as African women we are definitely um, held at a higher standard they expect more from us Mm -hmm. and the reason why they expect more from us is because 
they know that we will get the job done. Honestly, that's that that's, that's how I'm in a position where they test. Oh, baby. Because they hope, because here's the thing, you're going to find some that holds you at like, oh, well, she can do it. We know she can do it. So we're going to hold her at a different standard. Or they then, feel like you can't do it. Yeah. So they want to test so they you. they want to test you. Just to see. Yeah, just to see. They, want, they may want you to fail or they mm-hmm. may not, but mm-hmm. they going mm-hmm. you know. Yep. They, and why, and the thing of it is, a lot of it has, in my opinion, a lot of it has to do with envy and jealousy. I'll never forget the one day that I went on a job interview. And no, I wasn't qualified for the position um, when she was interviewing me. But one of the things that she said to me towards the end of this interview, she was like, wow, you talk well. That's not a compliment. Mm. All types if you of, do that, please all, stop. All, all types of um, angry face, cussing emojis right now that I can't do. Be, that's not a compliment. That's not a compliment it's to not, us. It's not at all. That is for you to say, wow, you talk well. I talk how I talk. Right. This is the way I've always talked. I was teased when I was younger, like, oh, you talk like a white girl. Oh, you talk like a white girl. No, I talk like Angelita Thomas. I'm able to pronounce my words and hold a decent conversation with you. Right. So that's who I talk like. But yes, it is very offensive. People that are not black, it is very offensive for you to tell an African-American person that they talk well in an interview. Or or that you have an accent if their vernacular is a little bit different from yours. You should not say either one of those things. Accent, period. But um, I've had I've had clients. Oh, because you want to hint at the fact that I'm black. Oh, you have an accent. Hmm. Did your people have an accent? No. Wow. What are you trying to get at? Please Google me. Please pull up my LinkedIn. (laughs) I have two LinkedIn profiles. Please Google me. And I have felt that some clients have Googled me because my next interaction with them has been wonderful. Okay. Please Google me. Please. I encourage you to. You have to, you, you, you have to, yeah, you have to understand that that is not okay. We are not, we are not, that is not a compliment to anybody to sit there and say, oh, you talk well. I talk talk like I talk. I talk like I've always talked. Um, But yeah, but back to what you were saying, Kiana. Absolutely. I think that we are held at a, at a, at a, um, at a uh, different standard. Being a business owner, having my own business and, you know, talking to people and networking with people, you know, some of the times, you know, where I'm talking to people and I'm networking with them, you know, some of the responses that I get as far as when I tell them what I do, they're like, oh, wow, really? Your little business. What you mean? Oh, wow, really? Your little business. My little business. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, you got a little business. That's cute. Right. Yeah, little business. (laughs) Little business. You got a little business. That's probably what people think about. Oh, our, 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 our coaches. Right. Look, uh, look, coaches. Look, look coaches. Look at the little coaches with their little podcasts. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look at the little coaches with their little podcasts. That's cute, huh? Girl, you better say, look at them coaches with their big podcasts to right. quit playing. Stop, stop joking with yourself. Mm-hmm. You playing with yourself. But, you know, professionalism, it comes in all, you know, like I said, me, um, being a business owner, being a radio personality, being a podcaster, uh, being a business coach, 
um, being a business owner, you know, I have all of that. And, you know, I talk about all of those different things and it's always like, hmm, you know, who it really? Oh, you do that? Why is that shocking? You know what I'm saying? Like, why is that like... Right, you know what, what else saying? is the expectation? What did right. you think I was going to say? And my level of professionalism, it stays the same because I am me. I am the first person you see when it comes to my, uh, you know, when it comes to my business or my brand. So I always try to maintain a, pro, you know, professionalism about me at all times when I'm out promoting my businesses and out promoting myself. But, um, you know, it's just very offensive when... Um, you know, I feel that sometimes people of, of color are uh, targeted. Yeah, because why is it shocked that we are successful? Why is it shocking to people that we can be successful? Why is it shocking to people that we can be professional? Because what is so the problem? That's not okay. But that the same to turn okay. it around. But hold yeah. on, no, no, no. And there's so many of them. That are not. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a, in this generation, I think across <laughs> the board, the generation, it's yeah. lacking, period. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Period. So that that's why they're shocked. That's why. It's like, oh, wait, it does this. Look, this is how I feel about the younger ones. Learn how to write in cursive. Then talk to me. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they don't teach them that. They don't teach them. No. Look. That's why look, they, they can't read nothing I write. Look, I only it's so write funny. Look, look, I got this this lady, and I'm just going to say this lady. And sometimes when she it irks my nerves, I have I have to write her notes. I write the notes in cursive. Oh, I know that's God. so petty, y'all. <laughs> So, um, I'm going to hit y'all with some more statistics because I'm not going to do this with Patty Patty over here. Um, let's see. 51% of HR executives and managers believe that the same, excuse me, that the sense of entitlement has increased among employees. Um, 96% of HR executives and managers reported that a job applicant's professionalism affects the likelihood of being hired. Exactly. When you walk into that interview, that I think is that before you even walk in, they have sometimes, especially a, depending on you what know, your name is. You know, I, was, I feel like because I feel like that because of my name, I may not have been called. You know what I did? I I, I I did a lot of. I worked in HR for some years, and I did a lot of hiring and firing. Would you hire and, a Kiana? Um, I would hire a Kiana. Oh. Um, I would hire a Kiana. Um, I would hire. Uh, yeah. I would hide it because here's my thing. I don't care what your name is, okay? When you well, that yeah that that I don't, I don't care what well, you, you know how to get. Um, the thing of it is, is that when you sit down face across that table from me and we're in this interview, that is what determines if I want to bring you on board with me or not. And even still to this day, and that's why I'm glad I have that HR experience because you know when I get ready to start hiring, you know, for my company, hold on. I can, you know, it's. I don't care what your name is. Your name could be Kuta Kente. If you that deal and you got that experience and you coming through, okay, guess what? I just hired Kuta Kente because you know what? He was the bomb. 
I also see a statistic that says 92% of HR executives or managers believe that colleges and universities should develop professionalism in students uh, regardless of their field of study. So what does that say? That That means that a lot of people are walking into jobs and they don't have a level of professionalism or they haven't yet to establish whom they are in the professional world. Mm -hmm. And so then they're expected to meet this bar and it doesn't really align with who they are yet. Um, and you could be seasoned. You know what I mean? You could be a seasoned person and kind of have missed the mark and you understand that you shouldn't do some of these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, awareness is, um, you know, a beautiful thing. So that's why we're highlighting some of these things so that we can grow and evolve yes. for where we are now. Evolve. Y'all know I love the word evolve. Evolve. Um, so that's, that's kind of important. Um, again, and I... Oh, go ahead. No, I just looked up a few things, um, daily ways to uphold your professionalism in the workplace. Oh, nice. A few of them are um, honor your commitments and get your job done. Be on time for work or in any meetings, especially meetings. That's very important. You know, um, you set up a meeting and you're late. I know people late sometimes, but when you're constantly late or consistently late, that's not good, especially for a customer or a client. And definitely not for an entrepreneur. That can be the worst thing for you. Oh, yeah. Setting up a meeting and you're late. You lost that client. Yes. Okay, so Um, when... Pay attention to cultural norms, which is something I spoke about earlier. Yep, you did. Um, And follow them. Check your communication. Um, keep personal business during work time to a minimum and I spoke about that you know mm-hmm. um, earlier as well bring a notepad uh, and pen to every meeting think before you post tweet or comment and I um, want to talk about that for a quick second I yes. used to um, work at a job where the manager and the girl who was in our group used to look at everyone they were going to bring in for an interview social media um, pages first. Mm. They'll be like, let me look at... So the manager will say, well, I'm thinking about hiring this person. Here's the resume. And then the girl like, well, let me look this person up. So that's very, very important. That's the world we live in. They will... These jobs nowadays will look your stuff up. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever else is out there, Snapchat... Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So think before you post, tweet, or comment at work about work, or just some of the stuff that you comment about. Right, you just I mean, be I mindful you about keep your page private. I don't know, but you know, avoid office politics and gossip. So I definitely, even though you know we have the person that we have in office today, I didn't discuss that at all. I kept to myself my opinions. Um. You know. Do you want my opinion on 45? No, I don't want your Angelita will always put 45 in the coach's corner. Right, he'll be in the coach's corner every Sunday. Every Sunday he will be in the coach's corner if it was up to me. So, yeah. I um I, I cannot weigh in on um the issue mm-hmm. of timeliness and being on time because your girl will tell you Anybody who knows me knows, especially my family and close friends, I'm going to be late. I'm getting better. Me too. 
I am getting better. We need to work on that. That's we a big thing. We need to hold each other accountable. That's a big thing. Uh, we need to start holding each other. Check in every blue moon. Candy Seriously, you, you good? Like, because that's a to big what, thing. To work? Yeah. In general. In general. Uh, yeah. in, in general. In general. Because, because I know... I I live the furthest, and I can't get y'all to get here with so, me on time. I mean, seriously, so, I mean, we yeah. both east side, and she live in Dearborn, and when we come to record, that's what they're like, mm, we get the eyes and the email. <laughs> where, where y'all at? I'm never late. I each other yes. to hey I was on time this many times yes. this and, week. and I'm for real yep. I'm gonna do that yep. I'm gonna text you it's something I, it's I, a I real thing that was something that I needed to work on I right. have everything else you know in order but as far as that timeliness Karen right. needs to work on that yep and with timeliness too if you are going to be late or you know you are behind you know let those other people know whether it's a boss a leader um, people that you're meeting with just out of courtesy. Mm. So that's an extension of professionalism as well. So everybody knows, you know. If and I have a meeting, I will probably let them know or reschedule the meeting. Right. Yeah. But meet, meet yourself where you are. So set realistic expectations. If you're not a morning person, if you can avoid at all costs, I try not to do those. 8 or 9 a.m. meetings. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And that's Baby, I am a 11, 12 o'clock, 11 a.m. or 12 noon meeting girl. Right. I can't do morning, early morning meetings, and I don't like Friday meetings. Please don't schedule. Someone scheduled a meeting on at Friday o'clock. at 5 o'clock. Why? Why would you do that? Nobody's going to be there. I leave anywhere between 4 and 4.30 on Friday. Okay. You know this. Exactly. <laughs> My mind, by Thursday... The end of the day, my mind shuts down. Exactly. Anyway, Prepare for Friday. There we go. <laughs> but that's the that's the um in work uh common courtesy or professionalism yes. in the workplace. You already know. Don't set a meeting after three o'clock unless it's absolutely necessary. <laughs> Whew, I digress because that's a real thing. Yes. So um as y'all can see, uh professionalism is something that we all you know feel very very strongly about. And as business owners and as people who work in corporate. We understand the importance of our image and why it's important to be professional at all costs. Yes, um, definitely. Um, oh, go ahead. I have definitely evolved. I will tell y'all about a funny story myself and some friends can laugh at now. Um, it was like maybe eight years ago at a workplace. I had sent an email because the woman that I was working with, I guess you call yeah, she was my leader at the time. She was being very disrespectful mean and nasty to me and you know it was no sugarcoating it she was just she was just a b-word to me for no reason and I gave her no reason to be that way towards me that's just how she is she kind of like more or less unofficially hazes you um if you work with her and that's just not how I get down because you know where I'm from you do stuff like that and you are clearly treating me a way that's just mean and nasty for no reason I'm gonna check you about it so I had sent an email with uh, like 
probably four or five of my um girlfriends on the job at the time and instead she had the same net first name as one of my friends so instead of putting my friend on the email i put the person i was talking Ooh, about in the email yeah. and i said i was going off and i was like she don't she don't and this is me she don't know me i will i will pop off on her uh-huh, uh-huh. on a company email Okay. So I have learned you have to leave Eastside Kristen, <laughs> trap coach, the one that's gonna set it off. You leave her in the car, and you have to be professional at work because that could have went so many different ways. And I had to be held accountable for that with my boss's boss and say, say that's a threat. That's a, because they, they look at that like, okay, well, we know you didn't mean anything. Right. And although this was a situation, you can't react like that. Yeah. So although I yeah, just she took it as a threat, and she could have took that as a threat. Like literally you don't know me. Yeah. You don't know me. I was correcting that because you don't know if I'm capable of doing that or not. And how many times have we seen, you know, stressed out co-workers who do things like that mm -hmm. and so i literally that could have cost me my job in that instance and i'm not ashamed or embarrassed to tell you that you know i laugh it off but at the time i was heated i was right. pissed but you can't you know people can push your buttons and you're not above somebody making you mad at work but it's how you handle it yep. justifiably i should have gone to her superior or gone to her like hey chill out mm -hmm. you know and go on to her and say hey we need to find a way for you to work with me and talk to me without you speaking to me like this or whatever needs to be said without making someone feel like you're threatening them so that's a part of professionalism too one not bullying people because you can be a bully at work and two being able to articulate yourself in a manner that does not involve physical threat of harm <laughs> so i mean yeah. i have definitely evolved and i would not do that now but I had a don't don't push me like that at a, a job and the lady the young lady she didn't want to she didn't want to train me right she didn't want to anything I any mistake I made she would go straight to our manager mm. it was a contract position so it was like okay and I used to be like literally in tears and my mom you know she used to be like well just you know before you go to work pray about it you know I had to pray every day like mm -hmm. You know, God help me, you know, because I already know mm -hmm. I'm going to go off. And, you know, it was it. She started leaving me along eventually, mm -hmm. but I just couldn't wait to get out of that position and out of that job. I eventually found another job, but she used to, it was like she just didn't like me, you know. Mm -hmm. She found everything right wrong about everything, everything that I did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I mean, she just didn't like me. One day, I um, so I had hit my my truck, and it was in a shop, and so I was driving another like a loaner truck, and she had come, she comes stand at my desk and fold her arms and say, um, so Kiana, I noticed you're driving a uh, whatever I was driving. I think it was a Ram. I, I noticed you're driving a Ram today. Why? Mm -hmm. Why do you care? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, what does that have to do with was, anything? I don't know if it was jealousy. I don't know if it was just she just didn't like me. But it's mm -hmm. like, leave me alone. Yeah. Leave me alone, you know. And so, yeah. And, and so I wanted to get hired in at that place. But unfortunately, I did not get hired in. And I thank God that I didn't. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see it then. I was kind of hurt. You know, I got laid off. But then I found my job I have now. So it all worked out. Right. And so he knew I didn't need to be there. Okay. Because, 
you know, Jesus be offensive on. <laughs> that's a real, that's a real thing. I say that like prayer and, and in meditation. If something is going on in a workplace, she, she doing that because I, I say that yeah. about a lot of yeah. stuff. I be like, Jesus be offensive around. <laughs> Blah blah blah. Seriously, but like I pray that prayer and meditate on that a lot. Like, look, if this is not what I need to be doing, look, either move them or move me, move me, move mm-hmm. me out of that situation. Mm-hmm. You know, because I might not handle it the best, and this is going for a certain reason. I got all I need to get, and it's time to move on, mm-hmm. or I need to learn how to better communicate or better work past this or work through it. Um, and it's a lot of times, sometimes that's that's what it is. But and you never know, coworkers go through stuff, and it's been my experience too. People who act like that, they have some things going on at home. They have things that are going on with them that work is their only outlet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the only time that they have outside of their family and their situations, good or bad. So they don't know how to act. It's mm-hmm. like being on the playground. They don't know. I had a manager at one point in time. I had worked uh, at an assistant living some years ago. And she fired me. No problem. I'm sure we've all been fired from jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Not me. Y'all never been fired. Whatever, y'all. Whatever. Okay. Connection coach Angelita is the only one that's ever been fired from a job, y'all, on the panel. But anyway, let me finish my story. A little layoff, but not like Yeah, a little layoff, a little layoff. Okay, well, I got fired. And I got fired, and I was ready to take her out with me when she fired me. Um, Nicole. I was ready to take her out with me however you know of course years go by maturity um set uh, kicks in and you know i get a job and i am a, a manager at a um assistant living home at this time and um she also ended up working for the company but working for the company in a different location so my boss at the time was getting what had taken a had, had gotten a promotion with the company and my boss comes in to tell me such and such is going to be um, the new uh, executive director over here, which was the lady who fired me years ago from another job. The devil is a liar. So this, woo, y'all was about to say it. <laughs> she comes over there, y'all, and she she was cool. She was cool um, for a little while. And then, of course, she went back to her, her old um, vindictive, witchful ways. Hmm. And she was actually um, transferring to move to Texas, and she tried her hardest, y'all, to get me fired before she left Mm-mm. there again. Oh she tried Mm-mm. her hardest, her hardest. She tried her hardest, but it didn't work. But just to show you how people are, just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah, wow, yeah, that's crazy, yeah. So she's in Texas wreaking, causing havoc and all types of shenanigans, I'm sure, right? Now. I swear, if I knew what I knew uh, then, like I do now, I've been in fire so many. I would have made so much noise at people's companies without making physical noise. I would have been filing all types of complaints. Like, oh, that's how you want to mm-hmm. do me? Mm-hmm. Okay, EEOC. Discrimination <laughs> said, E-E-O-C. against a little black girl. They don't, you know, I'm just saying, like, um, Cause that's that's unfair. You're you're putting me in a hostile work environment. Like that's right. that's like a conflict. You know, you shouldn't have been in a position where you should have been up under her. I don't agree with that. So, ladies, do we have any last points or takeaways for um, professionalism? 
Um, I just want to speak briefly um, as far as professionalism as it goes with um, if you've experienced any trauma in your life. Um, sometimes when you go through trauma, you experience low confidence, um, low self-esteem, you, you're stressed out. Um, so be aware of that when it comes to being professional. Um, you want to keep your confidence up. You want to, you know, and, and like I said, sometimes you have to, you have to get, sometimes you might need help to get confidence or to get your self-esteem up or whatever it may, you know, it may take um, to release stress in your life um, because of, of the trauma you've been through and if you experiencing that because you want, especially African-American women, you want to be professional. You want to maintain that professionalism. You don't want them to think that because we're African-American, you know, we don't know how to maintain that professionalism when it comes to corporate America or when it comes to life, period. So, you know, if you feel like you need to work on something, just like I said, my, you know, it's 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 a handful of us that work, you know, and, and, and my job. So I have to check myself sometimes that timeliness is something that I am going to start working on um, to build my professionalism up and and the and the company because people look at that, you know, and that, that may hinder me from getting a, a position or a higher position. So I, I just have to take time to look at myself and me constantly looking at my phone, um, being on my phone on these social media, I, I have to look at that as well. Um, so that's something that I'm gonna work on, you know, with myself. So that's that's what I have to say. All right. Good takeaways. And then um, lastly, from myself as a from the career um, personal development aspect, I would say um, one, just always be conscious of, you know, you are a brand, whether you have a business or not. Um, what people see is what they believe and not just physical attributes, but what you show them because you show a person who you are by based on your actions. So, um, you know, just constantly be aware of that as well as, um, you know, hold your integrity high, build, build your integrity and always put forth a good work ethic and have a good work product. And then lastly, just keep in mind that um, HR execs and managers are looking at professionalism relating to you as a person and not the job title. So just because you hold a certain title doesn't mean you're exempt from exuding a certain level of professionalism. It's across the board. All right. All right. Um, you can connect with uh, Angelita the Coach on Facebook, Angelita the Coach, Instagram, Angelita the Coach. Twitter at coach underscore Angelita and email is angelitathecoach at gmail.com. And you can connect with me, Kiana, at coach key underscore on Instagram, coach Kiana on Facebook, and coach me to freedom, which is coach me the number two freedom at gmail.com. I always forget my social media handles, but um, <laughs> she gonna she gonna write them down next. Time. I am I'm gonna, gonna stick them, them on her laptop. Jesus. Okay, stick so them. on Facebook, I am the Coach Kristen, one well Chris one zero, and Who then on Instagram, you? I am underscore Coach Chris one zero. On Twitter, it's the same underscore Chris one Chris one zero, and then my website is uh, totalevolutionnow.com. If you need to email us and ask us a question, we didn't have any questions today, ladies. We didn't have any, but perhaps you guys may. Um, you can email us at 
the coaches corner podcast at gmail.com. All right. Tune in to your, tune in next week. Tune in next Sunday. We'll see you all. Bye. Thank you.